is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. to pros and everything in between. It's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Live from the Lee Company Studio. With the Hall of Famer Mo Patton, here's Chris Yow. Welcome back in. Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today presented by Mid-Tennessee Barn & Joint. Hour number two of Top 5 Tuesday. And we have uh, we got plenty to talk about. There's no question there. Uh, Mo. Hour one, pretty quick. Got a chance to talk to, to Chip Walters and to Jason Kersey of uh, The Athletic. That was fun. How how you feeling about Oklahoma going forward? They, they, they're, they're probably going to continue what they've been doing, right? I would think so. I mean, it, it's almost one of those deals where unless you just miss on the coach badly, Oklahoma's going to be Oklahoma. Um, now, you know, this little conference move that they've got going – could could have an impact, but it, everybody's been waiting on Brent Venables as a head coach somewhere, and so it's Oklahoma. We'll see how he does. Um, I, I think they've got to be excited, but again, as we as we discussed with Jason just now, the quarterback situation. I mean, Williams was thought to be one of the top quarterback prospects in that recruiting class, and and showed flashes of that this past fall and now he's gone and potentially you know what what yeah but uh all but gone yeah I, if he wasn't gone before Dylan Gabriel I I, I don't <laughs> I, I can't imagine I can't see what brings him back but at any rate it'll just be interesting to see where they go with that it's always it always comes back to the quarterback oh there's no question Venable certainly could have done worse, and I think he chose wisely. I'm just – the more and more I think about this USC thing, I, I just keep sitting here wondering what is it about USC that allows them to do this kind of stuff. I mean, you, you think back to Lane Kiffin and the surprise hire there, and then, of course, I say surprise hire. There were a lot of people who were – who thought Kiffin would if he could – take that job but Lincoln Riley was not really nobody was saying oh Lincoln Riley's definitely going to USC since you know at the end of the year until he went until he went right so how do they keep making these type hires it's just it's amazing to me it's it's USC it's not like they're you know Alabama yet but they had I I mean they they weren't I guess they kind of were after Carol but not really I mean I just feel like the things are in place and the the best case scenario at USC is I think perceived to be better than that anywhere else, certainly on the West Coast, certainly in the Pac twelve. Um yeah, including sure. Oregon, I think. So I mean if if you can control the West Coast from a recruiting standpoint you've got a chance to do some pretty special things, I think. Yeah. And no I mean, 
Riley at Oklahoma was recruiting out there. So why not recruit those same kids and keep them home? There you go. Um, Bruce Feldman on The Athletic posts a story a few minutes ago saying, could Jim Harbaugh return to the NFL? Single quotes. I think it's real. I don't know who said that. Um, I saw that post. I hadn't had a chance to look at the article, obviously, but um, a lot of basically it says the athletic is hearing rumblings both from NFL side and at Michigan that Harbaugh might be tempted to leave the Wolverines to return to the NFL. One source said, "quote I think it I think it's real." This week, when asked about the possibility of Harbaugh being interested in heading back to the NFL, uh, saying the Raiders and Bears both could be options. The Raiders, obviously, uh, you know, he he already has Derek Carr there, and apparently he's good friends with Mark Davis. So if he was really good friends with Mark Davis, he'd convince him to get a different haircut. (laughs) Give him all the dings. There's no question there. Ah, when when you have... That kind of money, Mo, you can have whatever kind of haircut you want, I guess. Clearly. Clearly you can. (laughs) I just thought that was interesting. Basically saying that a lot of folks saying the timing is is that, you know, he's he won the big game. He became Big Ten champ. And what better time to to leave Michigan now than now? Yeah. I think I think there have been rumblings pretty much throughout his career at Michigan. At and what point does it happen? Well not if but when. The thing is, you know, he struggled for so long to to get that Ohio State thing off his back. And I'm not sure that Michigan beating Ohio State is going to become a common occurrence. And so maybe he thought, hey. I got one. Maybe that's all I'm going to get. Maybe it's time to get while the getting is good. And I think it would be interesting because you've, you've also got a quarterback in Chicago. Yeah. I mean, Justin Fields, although that'd be ironic, wouldn't it? (laughs) I mean, Fields having played at Ohio state and beaten him three times. Well, uh, (laughs) if you can't beat him, all right. There you go. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think it's I think it's a possibility. I really do. Now, Harbaugh did recently say he felt like this was the beginning, so, you know, maybe maybe he really believes that, but well, he and I bet he said that before the Georgia game. <laughs> yeah, I bet he did too. <laughs> Oh, because well, I mean, I, there's there's clearly a ceiling there on a national level, maybe not necessarily on a Big Ten level. And like I said, I think there might be on a Big Ten level. I'm not sure how often it, it'd be interesting to see how many out of the next five, six, eight Ohio State Michigan games the Wolverines win, whether it's, it's Harbaugh always- or somebody else. I mean, it's always going to be interesting to see the uh, the winner of that game, especially with how Ryan Day has, you know, kind of 
righted the ship and, and done things the right way at Ohio State since he's been there. So Also interesting in that weren't we here in Ryan Day to Chicago here? We were, in fact. <laughs> we were, in fact, hearing Ryan Day to Chicago. So who knows? Maybe maybe both of them will go to the NFL. Then what? That, that would be even more fun. Oh, good Lord. Ohio Start State the- and Michigan – both hiring, both in the same coaching search cycle. Uh, that would be wild, to say the yeah. least. Yeah. Speaking of Georgia, Mo, I, I asked this question on our run of show because it's interesting to me that Georgia, obviously, we, if you are not a fan of the Georgia Bulldogs, you hold 1980 over the Georgia Bulldogs' heads, period. You, you just do. I mean, there are only a few teams who can't hold that over their head. And the fact is that Georgia's been in the national championship game now twice. And it feels to me like this team is national championship or bust. And is that who Georgia is at this point? Are they? Is that where their program is? It, we're not satisfied with even making the championship game. It is win it or it's not a successful season. I think that's where their fan base is. I don't know that that's where their administration is. And I think that disconnect is going to be an issue. I can see that. I, you know, uh, for a long time, we and we talk, we've talked about it on this show about Mark Richt. You know, he was a successful football coach. He did really mm-hmm. good things at at Georgia, and they were they won some SEC titles, and they were a very good football team. But they weren't elite. And if Nick Saban doesn't exist at Alabama, hmm. they're probably content with where they are now, you know, sure. making a couple championship games. Maybe they don't win it, but win 9, 10, 11, 12 ball games a year, and they're going to be happy, except that somebody else is able to do more. And In you their conference. Like, and you feel like you are on the same level as them, whether you are or not. Right. Right. And, again, within their fan base, that that's – there's a level of frustration there that that realization i guess and chris you and i've talked about it i mean if if georgia doesn't win this game on monday then there's a real chance of kirby smart just being relegated to mark rick (laughs) 2.0 which would be unfortunate for for kirby uh, but again but I but don't think it? Mark. I don't think Mark Richt was bad. Exactly. So you know, it's just it's it, a different it's about, world. It's about expectations. No question there. The expectation in Alabama is that they are going to win unless they're unless you're Vegas, and the expectation is they're going to lose. How is Alabama the underdog in this? I don't know. I mean, when when you consider that Alabama was the underdog in the SEC championship game, and then you look at what happened, I don't know how Alabama is the underdog yet again. 
the underdog against a team that they beat less than a month ago. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. But I, I, I have no explanation. That being right. said, yeah, I mean, you can't even say because Georgia's better than them. What? I exactly. This yeah. this is this is where you know where you go. What does Vegas know that we don't know? You know, and <laughs> and, I, and I don't, I don't think there is something that they know. I feel like this is a situation where Vegas has once again kind of missed the mark. Have they outsmarted themselves? Maybe. I, th- I think that's also part of it. I think kind of like you and me and that Michigan State-Ohio State don't overthink this in the first game, you know, <laughs> especially with Alabama having come off, you know, come off that performance that they had against Auburn, you thought Georgia's going to roll this team. And then they bring in the former offensive line coach and they kind of get things right there. And now this team looks completely different. After that Georgia game, after that Cincinnati game, this the running attack is better. Now, again, that's Georgia's strength. I don't think you're going to see Brian Robinson run for 100 yards in this game. But it just feels like you know, Vegas is looking at this going, we were right the first time. <laughs> and maybe that's it. Maybe it's a pride thing. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm i at a loss. I don't know how you put Georgia as a three-point favorite in this game. but I don't either, which makes me really hope that we just forget to pick it. Well, I don't think we're going to forget to pick it, but I. Then maybe we should just actively not pick it then, because I have no idea. I don't have any idea what's going to happen. I just don't. There's no rhyme or reason or any sense does it make to to have George the favorite if you're if you're an odds maker in Vegas. And I think you know it's it is insanity doing the same thing over and over, expecting different results. There you go. <laughs> Mo, I mentioned it earlier. The Titans, uh, the teams with the Titans will play have been announced for next year. So we'll we'll kind of go through that. Also, we got a some an update on Bud Dupree. So we'll talk about that as well, and uh, we'll get to more NFL and other things on the other side of the break. So stick around with Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today. We'll be right back. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Fast Stop Markets is a full-service, family-owned convenience store chain located in 14 locations throughout Middle and West Tennessee. For those in our listing area, you can find them in Columbia, Centerville, Lawrenceburg, Spring Hill, Dixon, and White Bluff. Fast Stop partners with wholesale fuel brands like Shell, Marathon, and Exxon, delivering a consistent customer experience that is fast, friendly, and clean. If it's not already, it will soon become your go-to store to shop in town or on the road. Fast Stop Markets is proud to be keeping you moving in Tennessee. 
Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company. Call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at LeeCompany.com. That's LeeCompany.com. Hey, folks. While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. From the Blue Raiders to the two-tone blue, covering the teams you care about. It's only on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Live from the Lee Company studio with the Hall of Famer Mo Patton, here's Chris Yao. Welcome back in. Segment number five. We are so very close to the end of Tuesday. Full week this week, Mo. We have to go all five days. <laughs> right? <laughs> Which is weird because next week it'll be another four day week. <laughs> it's just, just odd. Again, we will not be on the air next Monday, and you'll hear the Alabama football pregame show here on one hundred one point seven, and we will forego the streaming option as well, so that we too can prepare for the national championship game. Uh, maybe a trip to a libation store and yeah maybe the meat market and <laughs> never know what you're gonna get <laughs> i hear you jp yeah have uh, green egg have green egg will travel right yeah there you go <laughs> I like it. i'm i'm looking forward to to next monday night I th- as we just said i think it's gonna be a really fun ball game i think you know it's it, i think it'll be it will be more entertaining and more competitive than the first one. And that's really all we can hope for, right? I think so. it will be more competitive and more entertaining than either of the semifinal games. Well, there's no that's a low bar, Mo. That's a low well, bar. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I think the Tennessee Valley prep C State game last night was more entertaining than those two. <laughs> Much to Winston Neal's consternation, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, man. Well, as I mentioned on the other side of the break, the Titans have some uh, – they have a situation, Mo. Bud Dupree has now officially been issued a citation for um, his role in a an altercation at a North Nashville Walgreens – and I'm not 
entirely sure what this means as far as a citation is concerned. He actually does have to be booked and is scheduled to be done booked in three weeks. That's Mm -hmm. wild. But I'm, I'm curious how the Titans, you know, handle this situation. If there is anything to handle. Have you seen the video? I did see the, the, the short video posted by Broadway TN. That's the only one I've seen. Mm-hmm. Where it appears that Bud Dupree was kind of in the middle of trying to break it up. That's kind of what I thought I saw. I, but, I, felt, I felt like I saw someone acting as a peacemaker trying to pro- de-escalate the situation. The That's problem, what I saw. the problem that 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 we have here is that he we did don't point. Know what happened prior to? We don't know what happened before, it, and he did point at the guy holding the phone and said, "Take his phone." So, I think that's going to be an issue in in the situation. But I don't think it's going to be an issue for the Titans necessarily, as far as losing Bud Dupree for Sunday or even in the future. It's it's a simple misdemeanor assault that most first-time offenders get anger management classes. So. Yeah. It, if it, he's even charged officially or prosecuted. Well, again, it's a misdemeanor. So, um and I, I don't want to make light of the situation, but again, it, it just seems like it's not as significant as it was presented to be when it was initially presented. So right. I agree. We'll see. Yeah. I, I don't think we're going to have to worry about it as far as losing Bud Dupree. That's. And certainly not between now and whenever this season might end. Exactly. Exactly. So we will move on. That's that's really all that there is to kind of say about that particular situation. But I did notice that the Titans schedule, or at least the teams the Titans will play next year, uh, have has been released. Of course, obviously they'll play the Colts, Jaguars, and Texans home and away. That's mm-hmm. that's their division. That's always going to happen. At home, they will host the Vegas Raiders. That should be fun. The return of Marcus of, of uh, Marcus Mariota. Potentially, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if he's still on the team. The Denver Broncos will come to Nissan Stadium as well as the Dallas Cowboys. Mm. Ooh, yeah. That'll be fun. No question there. Can you <laughs> and then the Giants and Bengals will also come to Nissan. The Titans will have to travel to Kansas City, to the Chargers, to Philadelphia, to Washington, to Green Bay, and either Buffalo or New England, depending on who wins the East. So how many home games do they have next year? Can you tell? Uh, That would be, it looks like eight. So instead of the on the road. Okay. Yeah, because this year they had the nine home games mm, okay. and eight on the road. So, yeah, you would 
I guess that's how they're going to do it going forward with the 17 games is that half the teams will get nine and half will get eight. Yeah. Um, Scrolling through Twitter, as we are wont to do, both Buck Rising and Joe Rexroad have tweeted that Golden Tate has been released from the practice squad. It's unfortunate that he wasn't able to, to help but it was a a hell mary to begin with, right? Yeah. Well, and maybe maybe this is a a sign that Julio Jones is is closer than we thought. Well, Julio was only out because of COVID. Okay. So, so. I mean, he would have he would have been playing on this past Sunday if he hadn't gotten COVID. So that, that was the thing there. So the hamstring is, is not an issue. Yeah. The hamstring was fine. All right. Yeah. The hamstring was fine going into, you know, I mean, they they expected him to, to play from what I understood until Thursday when he was placed on that COVID reserve list. So yeah, you'll see, you'll see Chester Rogers, Westbrook, Akine, AJ, Julio, I'm sure you'll see Jeff Swaim. I, I, it's amazing to me that Jeff Swaim is the the tight end that we look for in tight end situations and not Ferkser, but, I mean, that's just the way it's played out this year, right? Didn't Ferkser catch a touchdown pass the other day? I know Swaim caught one. I think they both caught one. Uh, they may have, but – it just and, and after Ferkser's fumble, what two weeks ago? It just seems like on those third and short situations that Swaim is the option that Tanny Hill prefers. Just wild to me because that was not what we expected mm-hmm. at all. Um, a little surprising news that Chris Jones, defensive back, has been released. You know, he he played really well. In the middle of the year, he was a big part of the reason the Titans were able to win some of those games against playoff contenders. And now he's gone. Well, I mean, I guess as many transactions as this team has gone through this year, what's one more, right? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, and not just that, but, you know, on this defense – you got to play the la- the defense you've played the la- you've had on the field the last two weeks. That's the one you got to go with. That's the one you're rolling with because they have been phenomenal. I mean, now that you've got Jayon Brown back, and you've got obviously you know everything that Zach Cunningham brings you. Rashawn Evans only played like twenty percent of the snaps on Sunday. Mm-hmm. David Long is back. This is this is a defense, of course. That, you know Jeffrey Simmons, Tyre Tart, Bud Dupree, Denico Autry, Denico Autry, and then the, the. How about Jack Rabbit Jenkins has has really stepped up and and become a force in the secondary as well. That you know, Sunday, they targeted him. I mean, that was the guy they were going at. And he came through mm-hmm. far more times than he didn't. 
By the way, Swaim and Ferkser did both catch touchdowns Sunday. Swaim caught a one-yard pass to put the Titans on the board in the first quarter, and Ferkser caught one to make it 24-3 in the fourth. So, so tight ends alive and well in Tennessee. And I'm not I'm not surprised to say the least as far that the tight end position has been utilized. And I feel like maybe Ryan Tannehill has built some trust with those guys more than he had to start the season, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's not going to throw up a a fade like he did to Jonu Smith or anything. But on third and short, if on a rollout pass like he had Sunday, if if the corner comes up, he feels comfortable making that throw. And then that and that he doesn't have to try to make that guy miss and get the first down himself. He feels comfortable making the throw and 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 confident that they're going to make the catch and extend the drive. Ferks are three catches for 24 yards, Swain three catches for nine yards on Sunday. Just still surprising to me that Swaim is even an option. Because, I mean, he just – we talked about Ferkser all year. You know, all Ferkser does is catch touchdowns, right? Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> he hasn't really been a massive part of this offense. Of course, who has all season long? Nobody. But – Man, I'm just I'm just glad that this team is healthy. Like I said, you've got everybody coming. You've got Westbrook, Akine, Rogers, AJ, Julio. Could very possibly see Derrick Henry in the backfield on Sunday. Ryan Tannehill has been healthy and has led this team all year long. This is the final stretch. The the warm up before the postseason a win and you get a bye week. I mean, how about that? Mo, you you shared a tweet with us, Tom Pelissaro. Apparently Jalen Hurts has written a letter to whom it may concern. I don't know <laughs> where he sent said letter, but I think JP has it. Go ahead and tell us what that letter's about. Well, apparently, um, Jalen Hurts, the Philadelphia Eagles quarterback, communicated with the NFL and with um, the Washington football team regarding the status of their stadium following Sunday's ball game. We we referred to it earlier in the show. A piece of railing broke loose at the tunnel um, as the Eagles. Eagles were coming off of the field, and um, I don't know how seriously injured fans were or if fans were injured, but there was some structural issues, I guess. And um, like you said, he sent an email to whom it may concern regarding the um the occurrence 
I'm writing to inquire about what follow-up action is being considered in response to the near tragic issue that took place at FedEx Field on January 2nd, 2022. As you are aware, many individuals, including fans, media personnel, and myself, were placed in a dangerous situation when portions of the FedEx Field tunnel collapsed. Although I was able to prevent the barrier from crashing onto me, that was not the same for others who could be suffering from lingering issues. Through the initial shock, my first reaction was to assist those involved. However, while I displayed a calm composure, I understand the severity of what happened and am extremely concerned for the well-being of the fans and media. As a result, I would like to know what safeguards the NFL and the Washington football team are implementing from preventing this from ever occurring in the future. The resources of the NFL and team organizations ensure our safety through, the, through playing this physical sport. But what happened on Sunday put both fans and players unnecessarily at risk long after the final whistle. I look forward to hearing from you on this matter. Good luck, Jalen. We'll be back after this and we'll talk a little bit more about it. Stick around. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Fast Stop Markets is a full-service, family-owned convenience store chain located in 14 locations throughout Middle and West Tennessee. For those in our listing area, you can find them in Columbia, Centerville, Lawrenceburg, Spring Hill, Dixon, and White Bluff. Fast Stop partners with wholesale fuel brands like Shell, Marathon, and Exxon, delivering a consistent customer experience that is fast, friendly, and clean. If it's not already, it will soon become your go-to store to shop in town or on the road. Fast Stop Markets is proud to be keeping you moving in Tennessee. Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company, call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at LeeCompany.com. That's LeeCompany.com. Hey, folks. While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. List of suckers. Oh, did I leave my mic on? <clears throat> it's Top 5 Tuesday on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Here's Chris and Mike. Welcome back in. <laughs> Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. 
presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. And boy, looking forward to this next segment. But, you know, Mo, you just talked about that letter sent from Jalen Hurts to the NFL and Washington football team. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping that this doesn't turn into not allowing fans to be along the railing and that sort of thing. I, I mean, let's just let's do the right thing and shore up the safety rather than taking fans away from, you know, interacting with players. But, hey, this is the no fun league, so. I mean, you would hope that the reaction is a measured reaction. You know, let's let's just make sure that we've got fans in safe places, that our stadiums are safe, you know, rather than – like you said, mm-hmm. just restrict further restricting fans. I mean, they they don't need to be on the field, obviously, but you know, as long as they're in the stands, the stands should be safe. <laughs> I mean, that that, <laughs> that doesn't think? that doesn't seem like that should be an unreasonable expectation, you know. So let's just make sure that that's the case and go on. Yeah, no doubt. Oh, man. Have you seen, uh, by the way, uh, and we'll get to Top 5 Tuesday here in a second with TV theme songs, but ha- have you seen or do you have any interest in watching Judge Steve Harvey? No. <laughs> no. I don't even know what it is. I don't know if if it's like a Judge Judy show where it's real, you know, it, it's real cases and Steve just, you know, decides at the end on the judgment. Like, I I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> I will probably watch tonight at some point or maybe oh, it's tomorrow. On tonight. It's on it tonight at seven o'clock on ABC. And I'll probably watch either that or I'll, I'll, might, I'll might watch it on Hulu, but uh, you know, and kind of play it back. But I, I will watch it just because I'm curious as to what it is. First and foremost, I, I just hope he doesn't come out and be like, I'm your man, Steve Harvey. We've got a good one for you today. We got Mo versus Chris. <laughs> Mo suing Chris for twelve hundred dollars. I want my money. <laughs> oh man. Uh well, let's get into it then, shall All we? Right. Let's let's, let's talk about our top five TV theme songs or sitcom theme songs. I, I it doesn't matter to me. I don't care if you use sitcoms or not, but mine are. Well, I so. did. It, initially, you said you... TV. I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I mean, based on what you've got there, sitcom. That's just because that's what my list was, and I guess I just didn't – I went a little more specific than I probably should have. But if you don't have – if it's not a sitcom and you have it on your list, it's fine. (laughs) What I've done is I have relegated some some honorable mentions or some songs to honorable mention because they are not sitcom theme songs. All right, let's do it then. Give me your honorable mentions. Well, my honorable mentions – um, I got four of them. The Rockford Files. Many of these are before your time, specifically, Chris. <laughs> but um, the Rockford Files, Hill, Hill Street Blues. That's a good um, one. Mash and Law and Order. Ooh, Law and Order. That's a good one. Down, down, down. That, exactly. That's yeah. That's iconic right there. Mm-hmm. That's iconic. The only honorable mention that I have is Andy Griffith. That's a good one. And the only reason it's not on my list is because it's not 
like it's just a tune. It's not a song. I mean, I guess if you count the Andy Griffith show starring Andy Griffith, like that's, you know, <laughs> it's just a tune, not a song. Yeah, it's just a tune. It's what not really. A, well, I mean, like the song, the, the the ones on my list actually, like they are songs, and most of them, actually, I guess all but one of them on my list pertain specifically to the show song and a theme song, right? Yeah. JP. Uh, yeah. That's you got any honorable mentions? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Go I've for it. Three. Uh Sanford and Son, about as iconic as it gets. Uh, we hear it a lot, of course, you know, on our radio station to be KOM. That's right. And, um, <laughs> we do indeed. That's Steve, right. Yep, Steve the garbage man. Um also uh, the Jeffersons, move it on up. That one sticks in your head for a long time. And then um Frazier. Toss salads and scrambled eggs. I don't know if that's the name, but that's how it ends. You're right. I, you know, I forget. Toss salad and scrambled, scrambled eggs. eggs. Yeah, that's Frazier that's good. Left the building. Uh well, Mo, I guess since you gave your your uh honorable mentions first, we can start with you, number five. Number five, theme song from Barney Miller. Okay. <laughs> that's a, that's it's a just good a tune, as you put it, but but it's. But I know it. Like, I mean, so. There you go. And it's I know catchy. It. Yeah. It is, okay. in fact, catchy. So. You're going to hum a, hum a bar, too, there, Mo? No. I am not. No? <laughs> Folks can Google it. <laughs> My number five, whatever happened to predictability? Full House. Okay, yeah, iconic for sure. The milkman, the paperboy, and evening TV. Yep, right in your wheelhouse for sure. Oh uh, well, and and I tweeted what I tweeted out was, "Come see what three different generations take on this is." Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. I, I I guess you could somewhat classify us as three different generations, right? You're a, yeah. You're I feel like you're a you're I'm either a geriatric millennial or you're a Gen X millennial. You're kind of a tweener. Mm-hmm. Here, so to yeah, speak, right on the fringe. Yeah, right. What's I uh, number five, though, hitter to some degree when it comes to things <laughs> like this. My number five, uh, this right here, HBO. You recognize it? The Sopranos? No. Entourage. Um, no, I I didn't watch any HBO shows, so I couldn't tell you. This is Jane's Addiction, by the way, called Superhero. Gotcha. That's a good one. Yep. Okay. See, it's, it's not fair because he gets to play his. <laughs> I offered you to hum yours. <laughs> no, no, no. Big difference. Big difference. Huge difference. Yeah. <laughs> so, so my number four is um, a different world. The the NBC sitcom that spun out of the Cosby Show. Yep, that was a good song. Mm-hmm. Okay. My number four is the Jeffersons. Okay. I mean, moving on up. I mean, it's. It's iconic to me. Yep. And it was an honorable mention for JP. I know, right? That that blew me away. I had to keep my mouth shut. I was like, really? Honorable right, mention? Are you right. kidding me? Okay. <laughs> right, Chris. It is the spice of life. Yep. So, well, you guys are really going to hate me for this one. Number four. Thank you for being it's all the way at number four. Right. In See, peace, was, Betty White. That was kind of the gold standard, I yep. thought. I, but, but yeah. Okay. I, I left it off my list because of that. I mean, I felt like it was. Yeah. 
Mm. We're, we're, we're honoring Betty White here, so of course. Who is your favorite Golden Girl? Oh, goodness. The mom was my favorite. Sophia. Yeah. Sophia. Sophia. Yeah. She was, the, she was the saltiest of the bunch. Yeah. Oh, she was great. Blanche was a trip, though, too, wasn't she? Good Southern Belle from Atlanta. Gosh. Yeah. She was a trip, all right. She was going to leave Blanche alone. Yeah. <laughs> so, my number three is um, Living Single with Queen Latifah. Oh. Okay. Anything with Queen Latifah is good. Yeah, you can't go wrong. Uh, did you watch the this past episode of The Equalizer? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a good yeah. one. That, that got good. deep. Yeah. It so. did get deep. Anyway, if you're not watching The Equalizer, you definitely should. It's really good. My number three, this is generational. When I wake up in the morning, the alarm clock is warning. I don't think I'll ever make it on time. Saved by the bell. Ooh. <laughs> I didn't think about that, but that was that should have definitely been at least in my honorable mention. Yeah, that, that's a good one. I, I I was on the back end to say by the bell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good call. I, I still watch it sometimes because it, it comes on like randomly in the middle of the day or really early in the morning, and so, oh, I'll right. catch myself. So, Chris, who did you want to be, Zach or Slater? Uh, see, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I wanted. I was always a, a sports guy, so yeah. I mean, I, I was gonna be. I, uh, you I was gonna Slater. be a Slater stop. I was yeah. more of a Zach Morris guy. But I can see that. you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We won't, we won't talk about the the, the crushes no. from that. No, 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 no. <laughs> no crushes. All right. No crushes. Uh, my number three. Ah, friends. Oh, yes. Here we go. <sighs> Had to make the list, right? No, it didn't. It just had to uh, listen. It didn't really have to make the list. I guess if that, I guess that part right there is iconic enough to, mm. to make the list. Yep, number three, right there. Uh, okay. All right. So, <laughs> not, so is it number two to me? Is that right? It is, in fact, number two to you. Okay. This is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. Yeah, I hate it when that happens. I, I do, in fact, especially when you know you're you're just all you're doing is hooping, and mm-hmm. then you know you're getting and relaxing. Little, yeah. You you thought, but then you got in a little bitty fight, and your mom was like, "Oh no, you yeah. got to go." Yeah, your home's to Bel Air. Yeah, Fresh Prince. Um, smell you later. My number two is probably going to get some some heat because it's sitting at number two. But don't you guys also want to go where everybody knows your name? <laughs> of course. Sometimes you got to go. Yep. Sometimes you have to go. And yeah. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> Ted Danzler. Dancing. <laughs> Number two, JP. Number two. Yeah. Push your button. There you go. <laughs> Great minds, Mo. Great minds. Now this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down, and I'd like to take a minute just sit, sit right, right there. there. I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel Air. Sit back and Yeah, there we go. Well, <laughs> Mo, I'm going to skip you right here because my number one is just keep it going, JP. <laughs> yeah. <First> Roll <laughs> it. <laughs> it's my number one. All right. The Fresh Prince of Bel Air. 
and it's not close for me. So there you go. That's awesome. Oh, I hate I had to skip you there, but I mean, there was no, no reason okay. not to just it, keep it, going. It's okay. Might as well <laughs> keep the party rolling. Yeah. Number so, one, Mo. My my number one was JP's honorable mention. Mm. Sanford and Sanford. I thought that might be. Yep. That's that's as classic as it gets. That is. Iconic. It may be one of the most recognizable. It's funny. Um, the Nashville Sounds had a pitching coach named Jim Bibby who played for the Pittsburgh Pirates for a long time. And whenever he would go out to the mound, they would play that as his theme song because he had had both knees done and that kind of thing. And he would just kind of hobble out there and they would play that. It was um, good stuff. Good stuff at Greer. JP, there yep. you go. 90, 90 seconds left, but uh, I want to make sure we get this one in. No doubt about it. Cheers. Uh, yeah. Everybody knows your name. Um, Gary Portnoy, of course. And this is the um, the full version of it, too, by the way. We'll let it take us out today. You know, you know, yeah. one of my one, yeah. one of my favorites that I should probably mention is WKRP in Cincinnati. That's good. Yep. That, that was that was one of my favorites, too. I should make that an honorable mention. But our top five Tuesday is brought to you each week by our friends at uh, steelathletes.com, Thou Steel, Mid-South 5 Fitness, and the folks, steelathletes.com. Again, give them a shout. Train at steelathletes.com or find them on uh, Facebook or Instagram at steelathletes, at steelathletes, S-T-E-E-L, athletes. Again, Mid-South 5 Fitness, proud sponsors of Top 5 Tuesday. Ah, and you want to go where everybody knows your name. Folks, it's been a great Tuesday. Glad you, you were able to hang out with us. We hope that you will come back tomorrow for a hump day edition where we give you the weirdest and wildest news on Wild and Wacky Wednesday and much more in the world of sports. It's going to be a lot of fun, so stick with us tomorrow as well. Again, we appreciate you. For Jay, Mo and JP, I'm Chris Yowsing. Have a great day. Stay cool, Columbia. Knows your name, and they're always glad you came. You wanna go where people know people are all the same. You wanna go where everybody knows your name.